Cal, are you yeah. some kind of super genius? <laughs> yes. <laughs> are you some kind of super genius? <laughs> Which apparently is just a very extremely mild compliment in this. Too much energy. Man, these things look like toys. I don't even have a mouth, Megatron. <laughs> I am transformed. Zingleballs! Gary! Maximal! Maximal! Does that mean transform? Crying is better than nothing, much like this podcast. Huh? Protoforms, welcome back to Too Much Energon, the weekly podcast where we talk about Beast Wars shit and talk shit about Beast Wars. Coming to you live from a mysterious flying island, somewhere hidden inside a cloud on planet Energon, I am the Siege, one of your hosts. And I'm NeoCal, your other host, just chilling in a jungle somewhere. Listening to pe- peaceful flute music, you know, you know yeah. how it is. Eating some, uh, some vines, some bean vines. If you, uh, of the wild variety. Mm-hmm. And then letting out Energon discharges. Well, whatever puts those Predacons in their place. Now, if you were uh, listening to, if you've listened to the last episode, which I can't imagine why you'd be listening to this one if you hadn't, uh, you may remember that I mentioned that we were going to have a guest on this week. Um, but apparently he has some... Uh, last-minute Halloween costume difficulties that need to be resolved uh, 21 days before Halloween. So he wasn't able to be here, so we wish him the best with his uh, with all of his future costuming endeavors. Mm-hmm. What's I, I, hey, man? It's hard to um, it's hard to order a like a giant like banana suit <laughs> in Morocco's. <laughs> oh god uh what's it could what, go out of stock any minute what's uh what's going on this week cal how how we doing what is going on this week it feels like the last week's been like super busy but it probably hasn't but it also has but mostly canadian thanksgiving yeah a canadian great value thing. thanksgiving as i like to call it our thanksgiving is in october not November, like our American brethren. It, is, it spaces out all this, the uh, binge eating. You. <laughs> spaces out the um, the holiday uh, the the holiday fifteen that people put on. Yeah, what I what I noticed too is like a lot of um, and bless them, but a lot of uh, uh, Americans on Twitter are wishing us a happy Thanksgiving and to enjoy our turkey and yada yada. Today is basically the bank holiday. Everybody celebrates Thanksgiving on Sunday. The Monday is the is the is just the it, Monday is just the paid day off. Everybody actually celebrates Thanksgiving on the Sunday. It's true. Yeah, yeah I had the the Thanksgiving stuff yesterday. I I the had Monday's nothing at all. Just an extra day off. Yeah, exactly. I had nothing at all. I uh, I worked. Did you make that sweet, sweet 
Uh, stat pay? Oh, right. Because it's tech. the stat is technically today, Monday. No, but what it means is, what that means is I will, because I don't work today, today's my day off. Uh, what it means is I'll be owed a paid day off that I can take uh, right. some other time in the month. Um, An IOU. Pretty much, which I'm hoping to actually take uh, next week on the Friday, because I have a road test to get my driver's license. Oh, shit. It's coming. It's coming, and I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed pretty confident whipping around. Yeah, yeah. I uh, Going for a rep. I, I did some driving the other day, too, for the first time in, like, three weeks or something like that, and I slipped right back into it. It was like I had never stopped. It's like riding a bike. It's like riding a bike, you know? You, uh, uh, you, you put one leg over and uh, sit your ass down on the seat and uh, go for a rip. <laughs> Depending on how many beers you've had, you... Uh, you well, your mileage may vary. <laughs> just That's just like driving because, a car. <laughs> it's funny because um, uh, I had a relative that uh, drunkenly got in a bike accident and had hurt themselves when I was younger. And I'm like, oh, better that than your truck. Yeah, that's, I mean, uh, that's a Of fair which point. They, they drove both, but at least they were sound enough mind to go, you know what? I'm only going to endanger myself and get on a bike. Although. That, <laughs> I've uh, never ridden a bike drunk, but I have uh, gone on a, a little, you know, those like scooter things that were like all the rage, like 10, 15 years ago. Uh, scooter things. They were like usually silver. Uh, the, the handle would extend. You could fold them up and the handle. Like would razor extend. scooters. They had like sure. tiny wheels, tiny wheels. Yeah. 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 They, they, those were hot in like the late nineties and then they made a comeback and like it, it, in like the, the late two thousands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I never left. <laughs> I've rode those around drunk before and always inevitably ended up crashing. Of course. Cause go figure. <laughs> yeah, of course. They don't even go that fast, but it's enough. It's enough. <laughs> you know yeah. who? You know who didn't have a, a nice Thanksgiving dinner last night, though? A, shop, a shoplifter that I stopped. Oh. Yes, I, I caught... Do tell. I, uh, I glanced over, uh, and I, I was at work last night, and I glanced over and saw a guy forcing open the entrance door. Because when you walk up to it, it doesn't open automatically from the inside. It's the entrance door, it opens automatically from the outside. Um, but he, I saw him force it open and then grab this like big shopping cart full of food and race out with it. So I like look at the produce guy and I like run out after him into the parking lot, chase him into the parking lot. He's pushing a cart and didn't He's look not like going to run faster than you. Yeah. <laughs> no, it didn't look like the healthiest person <clears throat> in the world. Uh, so I was able to catch up with him easily. I grabbed the cart and I was like, Hey man, want to show me your receipt? And he's like, oh, I don't I don't got one. I'm like, yeah, I, I know you didn't pay for any of this. He's like, oh, yeah, I did. I was like, no, you didn't. Like, don't even try it. He's like, oh, my 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 wife paid for it. She, she's got the receipt in the car. I'm like, bullshit. Just get the fuck out of here. And I grabbed just the car. go, man. And he's like, oh, well, fuck you. And then ran away. 
<laughs> I was like, right back at you. Bye. Have a nice day. Yeah, there was like at least like $200 worth of meat products in there alone. And like this, the shopping cart was like filled, like overflowing with food. What a loser. Yeah. Also, way to stand out. Like fucking grunting, like opening up the the uh, the entrance doors. He's clearly, he's clearly done this before because like he was fast at it. Mm. So try waited for that area to kind of be seem clear, and then yeah, <clears throat> I just I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Well. <clears throat> I wonder if what he'll do is he'll just like come back and try it again when you're not there or if enough people recognized him that they'll just kick him out next time. Uh, no, I'm sure he'll try it again when I'm not there. Shithead. <clears throat> I, I've encountered a couple of repeat offender shoplifters there and this at my old job, this was something that I, I noticed uh, when I first took over the, the freezer department is they were like really, really brazen about like coming in and just like loading up bags or loading up baskets or whatever, like full of ice cream and just like running out or uh, just like running out the door. And like they were like really brazen and obvious. So it's clear that like they had been doing it on the regular and just no one was stopping them. But me and they noticing, care, yeah, but me noticing this, like I started like actively like s preventing them from stealing and so over time uh th the amount of attempts that were made diminished yeah maybe that'll happen in this place so that's what i'm kind of wondering because what i've noticed about my uh wh where i work now is that uh most people don't uh, seem comfortable with confronting shoplifters no. Whereas me, whereas me, because like I have so much experience doing it at this point, I'm just like, all right, let's go. Just like straight up. Like, all the gangs here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I have no, I, I did this a few <clears throat> days ago, actually. I had uh, some chick was stealing ice cream and I just like, as she was like heading for the door, I like ran up. I like, um uh flanked her and like ran up and like grabbed her bag like right out of her hand how'd um, she take that <laughs> uh not very well <laughs> she was like she was like uh she's like what the fuck are you doing and i'm like i'm like let's see what you got in here oh look at this ice cream more ice cream got anything else got anything in that bag she was like no fuck you and so i just grabbed her other bag too and look in there and she didn't have anything in that one well, she... I'm keeping your bag now. <laughs> That's the cost of being a criminal. And she's like, um, uh, she's like, oh, so uh, she's like, oh, why are you taking that ice cream? I'm like, because you were trying to steal it and I'm stopping you from doing that. And she's like, what? So it's you. What are you? Is it your ice cream then? Is it yours? I'm like, no, it's not yours either. What a weird, like defense <clears throat> your honor i'd like to um present um my prime evidence <clears throat> <clears throat> this ice cream does not belong to the man who stopped me from stealing it <laughs> case closed <laughs> therefore it's mine 
Finders keepers. Mr. Bites Siege, your arm. Mr. Siege, <laughs> you are going to have to uh, pay this woman three pints of Hagen Dazs ice cream. <laughs> Case closed. AKA, let her steal. Let her get away with stealing it one time. Uh, Everybody gets one. Yeah, I'm just because um, my wife has the the receipt in her car. Right. So she went ahead of you through the a different door, it, raced yeah. to the car with just the receipt, and is waiting for you. We yeah. both know you're not married, sir. <laughs> we both know you don't have a car, sir. <laughs> we both know you don't have a receipt. Uh, we both know you have no dignity. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like at that point, just go. Okay. Once in a you while, once in a while, I will encounter ones who are just like, okay, and then they just leave. They don't want conflict. They were caught and they fuck off. Yeah, man, those are the nicest ones. Uh, the ones who get like angry at having to like, you know, be not even hand anything over, but just leave the premise, and like they pull out like a. The, the needle that they had sticking out of their arm or whatever, it's like, just go. Like, what the, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, are they you trying to... Like... people that I've done security for? Uh, even though I'm not the one who talks about it often, um, I did security in the seediest, darkest place of downtown for many a, many a year, and uh, I know that well. <laughs> Al has seen it all, ladies and gentlemen. I've seen it all. Never had to fight someone for Hagen Doss, but uh, had to um, fight somebody with a needle in their hand or in, in their body somewhere many a time. Sometimes wielding a skateboard, sometimes throwing garbage, sometimes trying to bite you. Uh, yep, yep. It, it, and see, like you were doing like actual security too. Like I'm just a grocery store guy. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And, and still dealing with all this. Getting crap. paid the basically the same too. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, um, the and, funny and thing it, is, a lot of the time it's like, oh, don't confront them, just let them go. And it's like, yeah, okay. That where, where I work, that's kind of the 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 policy. The, the, kind of the policy. It's like, oh, don't put yourself in risk at risk or anything like that. But I, I just, I can't, I can't not do something yeah especially if you know you can stop it yeah yeah and i know i can because i have like a million a lot times of people over. ain't gonna try to fight you anyway what i what i've learned from most conflict is most human beings are like silverback gorillas they'll like charge you but if you stand your ground and you're acting nonchalant about it they'll kind of like rear up last second like you know they they, they talk a, a lot of shit but then as soon as you're ready to to meet them uh they just start well fuck you man you fucking loser and start like throwing slurs and then like back just run away or walk away yeah they don't uh they don't say justin primal maximize and get ready to fight no i was hoping you'd say that they <laughs> drop the stolen goods flip their hat around backwards <laughs> <laughs> do their <laughs> idol fight position. Guile's theme plays in the background. Sonic and then, boom. <laughs> and then you're just like, all right, let's do this. And 
all of a sudden you hear smash. My God, it's Stone Cold. Stone Cold, he's supposed to be in the hospital. And he tears off a neck brace. Yeah. And then starts like beating the guy with it. Uh, or crutches. That's a big. That was yeah, a big that, one. That was a common one. Yeah, there there was one um, Royal Rumble that I thought was really funny. Where um, you, you know the rules of the Royal Rumble is to for someone to be eliminated, they have to be thrown over the top rope, and both of their feet have to touch the floor. Yeah, they can't be thrown or pushed through, and one leg they have to be knocked out. Yeah, so you can slot, you can exit the ring like yourself. Oh yeah, it is. Go, a lot of it, it frequently happens outside of the ring. Hell, pe- people can be outside the ring and pull you over <laughs> the yeah, ropes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I love Royal Rumble matches, but I remember there was one. I think it was 1999 where um, uh, Stone Cold was like brawling outside of the ring and like in the backstage area, and he got hurt <clears throat> and taken away in an ambulance. And he was gone for, like, much of the match. And then all of a sudden, like, 15 minutes later, you see an ambulance, like, come speeding back. Like, right into the arena. And out of the driver's seat. Gets out of the driver's gold. seat. <laughs> <I've>, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, he drove it back. Yeah, he, he woke up and stole the ambulance that was taking him to the hospital and drove it back to the match. What fun! What grand old time! I, I specifically—that's the era that I, the uh, the attitude era that I had watched yeah. fully. Yeah, that, that that's the kind of bananas shit that makes me really like pro wrestling. Like I, I've said this, uh, I don't, I've said it off air to like I don't know if I've ever said it on air, but I know I've said it uh, IRL. Um, I love pro wrestling when it's exceedingly stupid. <laughs> that's where it excels at. I, I don't I don't take it seriously. Like I I want it to be exceedingly stupid. Like someone being taken away in an ambulance and then I and want then, Stone Cold he, Steve Austin dressed like a nurse <laughs> in a hospital, changing Vince McMahon's like, and then you beating him over the head with a bed as the camera comes over and he pulls the face mask off and it's <laughs> Stone Cold. Yeah, yeah. I I I I love pro wrestling when it's stupid like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, and like a little bit before the attitude era, right? Like um Undertaker punching his way out of a coffin that's been nailed shut. <laughs> like a buried alive match, <laughs> right? Uh in uh, all elite wrestling, AEW, uh during the pandemic um times, uh at their marquee show, Double or Nothing, which is like their version of WrestleMania, basically. Um they had two matches, uh one in 2020 and one in 2021. They didn't do one this year, um, called Stadium Stampede matches. Because AEW is owned by Tony Khan, who is the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So what they did was it was literally <laughs> it was literally the Jaguars football field and like two teams of five <laughs> Each started out on one side of the football field and just charged toward one another and just brawled through the football arena or through the football stadium. That's kind of great. It it is like it's (laughs) and like they'd have like little breaks where like uh, a couple of the wrestlers would like they'd end up in like a bar and then just stop and like pour each other drinks and like, you know, have like. (laughs) have a like sit down and like have a have a scotch or whatever for a little while have a scotch and then empty it and go 
<sighs> and then smash the glass over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the good old days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I, I, I like pro wrestling when it does stuff like that. I don't, uh, I, I don't take it seriously, even in the slightest. And I, I like it when it doesn't take itself seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, it well, does uh, take itself seriously. I was though. just gonna say this. Yeah. Episode uh, uh, chapter three of War for Cybertron Kingdom. Yeah, this, this is, is uh, the most serial of episodes. Super serial. This super is episode serial. ninety-seven of Too Much Energon, and this 97. week we are. We are talking, as Cal mentioned, about War for Cybertron Kingdom, Chapter 3. And the episode opens with what appears to be a flashback of Planet Energon. Mm -hmm. And you know what I noticed right away? This can't be Planet Energon because there is only one moon. There's only one moon and there's a Stargate. Yeah, there's a big, big ass super gate out in space. And it opens, and a beam of light comes from it, and it hits this uh, fake planet Energon. Fake and... planet Energon. Boo. Boo. Are we to believe that's coming from the second moon? Uh, I no, it's way too far out. It's not like there. It's not orbiting the planet at all. And it wasn't on another moon. It was just floating. The Stargate was just floating in space. I noticed. Yeah. Was there always a, a space bridge? Well, that's how they got there, isn't it? Or no, no, it isn't. Uh, they, they went through the dead universe and it happened to spit them out in front of the planet Energon. Right. Or is it? Uh, does this one Al. have two moons? <laughs> so what we... The AllSpark, um, when it's not teleporting around Cybertron, I guess. Yeah um is falling to earth making a huge crater leaving energon or perhaps uh you know like activated charcoal maybe it awakens or activates the energon here maybe or something but basically it turns a the crater into like a giant forest labyrinth vision quest yeah pretty much right yep that's that that's what's going on here and uh, so like we got they're, they're in kind of like their own matrix, a uh, hollow deck, even they're in their own like digital version of Silent Hill, basically, because they're all there seeing something different. They're all seeing something different of uh, the trees. Well, they're they're physical. It shows Cheetor and um, Justin Primal jumping from tree to tree later on. But sometimes it changes to make it like a shifting labyrinth. Right. And um, indeed, it opens up with Dino B being like, oh, I was out of it for a while. What happened? And they're like, shit's whack, yo. <laughs> yeah, Dinobots with his boys, uh, Starscream and Black Arachnia. Yeah, and um, uh, Air Razor is flying overhead, uh, looking like Iron Man. Yeah. I didn't like this. <laughs> Doesn't she just fly without thrusters? And I, she's mostly in bird form when she's flying, but she can hover and fly. I, I in think robot she has form. like jets in her like backpack. Yeah, but in this, it's in her feet and hands, so she can like Iron Man around. Eh. Which I guess for like maneuverability, like it it actually makes more sense. But yeah, I don't know. It it just looks like Iron <clears throat> Man to me. 
it, it looks derivative yeah and uh we cut to the i like the uh the racing scene with cheetor and uh prowl somebody prowl. else is there uh i think that's like um sunstreaker sun <laughs> hot rod <laughs> um the red one <clears throat> the red <laughs> The, <laughs> the great dialogue in this episode yeah. from uh, Air Razor. Yeah, and uh, we'll we'll touch on that. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, the red one, and um, Prowl's like, "Hey, kid, this is a perimeter check, not a race." And in very typical Cheetor fashion, he responds, "Huh? Oh, sorry, I can't hear you from way up here." So Cheetor, and I have we haven't been able to say this for a long time. Cheetor says some Cheetor bullshit. <laughs> we we did it. We finally got some cheat or bullshit from the episode. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's some um like reminiscing and it, it's weird having two optimuses interacting with each other, but it it works. Yeah, that whole that, like no, bro, bro, I was wrong. No, no, bro, I was wrong. You're good. No, bro, I understand. Like Nemesis is like the evil me. No, no, bro, bro. We we should probably try to help you, bro, bro. And then they like hug it out. Am I wrong? It's just like fifteen <laughs> minutes of like the most boring sh dialogue between those two. Uh, there's more to it than that. No, but... no. But what I was gonna say is this episode in general kind of dragged for me, which is weird because everything is so the whole well. We'll get to this, but like the the whole Dinobot thing is like really I love rushed. All that. Thank it's good, you. I'm like, it's really you have the whole episode. Can we spend less time with Optimus saying blah, 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 like shit I don't care about? And it feels like they're trying to Velociraptor Dinobot a whole season of Dinobot into one episode. three five minute scenes. Yeah. Him on the cliff with his buddies. Him trying to help them and go coming in conflict with Starscream, and then him philosophering by himself, and then the conflict, and then the end. So uh, there's like four little so, scenes, but they're all two minutes like each, right? Speaking of him philosophering, uh, the animation model when he's in beast mode, he actually talks in beast mode in a fair amount in this episode. It's weird, right? How is it that a but he's cartoon <laughs> character model a cgi character model from 1996 is more emotive and expressive than i this caught that one. immediately <laughs> i was like watching it with my partner and i was like is him talk talking in a calm and by the way we actually like dinobot's voice listeners. no he's great he's great yeah um and uh, i like primal's uh voice too despite the fact nobody else on the internet does um but i wish it was a little more powerful i think it's kind of soft he he's fine yeah yeah he's fine too don't don't understand the gripe with that but the gripe I, he's with not that great is, he's he, he's just fine for me yeah but dinobot is i'm fine with that doesn't sound like scott our boy scotty mcneil at all but no. like i'm actually good job on dinobot yeah like i've mentioned like he he does his own thing with it and he does it well. Ah, I dig it. Yeah. yeah, me too. And um, oh, but yeah, like you said, like the Velociraptor, like I, I wanted like twenty more minutes, or I wanted this stretched out onto another episode. Right. And I really do like it. It's just 
does feel rushed. And when you think about it, there's only how many episodes in Kingdom? Six. There's six in each of them. Each of them. I get it. But like, because Earthrise and Siege have room to breathe, the character development feels paced properly. Yeah, yeah. In this, you got 19, like, you got 19 of these guys, right? So when Air Razor's up in the air and they're like, oh, oh, there's the whole gang. There's, um, there's RC and, and Primal and uh, Dinobot and uh, the red one. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm there with you. It's, it's a lot to, it's a lot to pay attention to. It and even incredible. earlier, we were like, "Oh, cheaters with pr- prowl and uh, the the red, <laughs> the red one." I <laughs> and yeah. like I'm fans, but I'm not like a like super fan, right? And that's the, when we started this whole TME thing, right? Like Christopher is the bigger fan. He goes on the wiki. He's got the the toys. He grew up with the toys. He understands like both of them. Uh, we're not nostalgia. We don't like devour the member berries to the point where we hate everything new um but for me who i would say is like a casual fan right, right. i'm i can't recognize every car <laughs> <laughs> and and indeed the beast wars um like when there's a rat i know who the rat is when there's a t-rex i know who the t- <laughs> t-rex is right but when there's like four dudes that look like trash compactor i impactor compactor they're all uh what who's the lens the a refractor Ref- refractor, refractor <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. you knew what i, what I was talking yeah, about yeah. right and by the way i'm not just throwing names out there like refractor and impactor are two different transformers bombaster you could be making that up are you <laughs> yeah i don't <laughs> if you said no i, I wouldn't believe you hey when one of them is named Astro Train and there are two Megatrons, there are no rules. I yep. <laughs> there are no rules. Speaking Astro of Megatron Train, choo choo, all speaking aboard of... the shuttle. Speaking of Megatron, him and Soundwave are wandering around and he's listening to an audiobook of himself. Mumbling uh, to himself, yeah. <laughs> it's literally, he's like listening to an audiobook of himself, like just narrating <laughs> things he did. <laughs> With his other hand, like slow, fat, slow fapping as they walk, and he's like, "Tell me more, me." <laughs> and so, and uh, there's a couple of scenes where he's like walking around, like through a forest or whatever. And uh, this All audio boring. This audio book more Dinobot. The, this audiobook uh, version of him is like, "I wandered for days through the forest. Entire seemed, cycles. It seemed hopeless." And then I realized I had gone the wrong way and had to turn around. And I'm like, why is Megatron like walking around listening to this in real time? Why didn't he listen to this all in advance and then just figure out what the fucking solution was? And then go there. Siege. Time is of the essence. (laughs) (laughs) Because remember, they were like, oh, we got to go like right now. And I'm like, do you? The only reason Optimus is here is because they... They followed your signals, right? But they, there's some like, uh, 
and it's the refrigerator test. It's just like, oh, we have to beat Prime to the the AllSpark, and it's like they only got here because they followed. Oh, sorry. Rewind. I'm actually gonna fight against our ourselves here. It was Starscream and Black Arachnia that moved the timetable forward. Right. They remember like Starscream was doing a sneaky spy mission because apparently he can go invisible. Yep. Who knew? Uh, <laughs> I guess uh he stole that tech from Shockwave. Mirage like, ain't got shit on me. Ha <laughs> ha. Suck my dick, Mirage. I can fly. Um <laughs> That was more terror episode. That was more pterosaur than we both went full pterosaur. Pterosaur is pterosaur. Always go full pterosaur. He's the beast. Starscream. We all we all know that. <laughs> yeah, that, that I would have loved to have seen pterosaur in this show. There is a right? toy of him. I have it. They, There's a they kingdom line pterosaur. They could have made the model. Imagine having Pterosaur and Starscream, like, together in the same room. Holy shit. Both idiots that are really ambitious. Yeah. Both stroking each other's ego before they inevitably butt heads. Yeah. And, well, our, anybody listening, our favorite um, Predacons are, uh, like, the bugs and ter- are all the ones that aren't in War for Cybertron. Yeah, pretty much. Like Scorponok, Waspinator, Pterosaur. Yep. For some but, reason, the toys exist. Also, like, why not have Waspinator? He, I, he doesn't need a lot of screen time to be effective. He just shows up and goes, oh, Waspinator will get traitors. Like, that's it. Do you know what I mean? Just give him, like, a, one or two voice lines, and you're like, huh, anybody. Like, yeah, anybody but, could whip out the voice line, too. It doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah, but knowing this show, he would have just, like, flown in and, like, decimated everyone and been, like, Waspinator's having a really bad day. Waspinator's having a bad day. <laughs> like, that probably would have been this show's take. It's time to take out Birdbot. <laughs> um, and Scorponok would have showed out and, and he would have been, like, not on my watch. Yeah, that, that's exactly what he would have sounded like. <laughs> go cyber, ci- go cyber wasp. <laughs> Inferno would like fly in and be like, "Hold on, comrades, we must exercise caution." Hold on, comrades, with- for the king. <laughs> for, for the king. For for the king, we must exercise caution. Uh, allow me a moment to come up to devise a cunning strategy for dealing with these Maximals. You are always such the strategist, Inferno. <laughs> we must act now. Use our heads later. Uh, listeners, if you if you can't tell, we're we're poking fun at the uh, the wild mischaracterizations <laughs> in this in Kingdom. Oh, and uh, Scorponok has a Cockney accent. He's like, well, I want to get the right now. That's not even a Cockney accent. <laughs> well, I think we should act right now. Like a really shitty Jason Statham. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Megatron's out there. We want him to reward us, don't we? 
<laughs> sounds like almost sounded like Zaid from Mass Effect. <laughs> there we go. Get Zaid. Zaid's voice actor for Scorponok. I haven't been a I haven't been a Predacon this long. I haven't <laughs> lost me one eye. Scorponok has one eye. <laughs> you imagine Scorponok with just an eye patch? <laughs> oh. Oh, just like tape. Can you tell head. there's like as is the theme with War for Cybertron, that sometimes there are really good lines and really good scenes, but kind of just bullshit filler a lot of the other time. And I'm like, what happened? Because <laughs> Siege and Earthrise didn't have a lot of bullshit filler. But yeah, it's happening lot- more and more there's a lot of bullshit filler in kingdom and but everything is just so rushed so why both yeah why rush it and have bullshit filler there's this really weird dichotomy going on in this show of everybody watching must have noticed this too Uh, the first time this when this had just come out and we watched it long before we got to the part where we were reviewing it now yeah, both Siege and I were like, this is both rushed, but also has a lot of filler at the same time. How is that possible? Oh, here it is. <laughs> it's possible, folks. It, it, it's like Hasbro told them they're like, OK, so for the third chapter of the War for Cybertron trilogy, you got to bring in the Beast Wars characters. And they're like, oh, <laughs> oh, uh, OK, um, all of them. Well, Except Wa- these ones. Except everyone's favorite Predacons. Guy watches like one episode of Beast Wars. Okay, I okay, I got it. Um, what do I do with these characters? Uh, I, I I don't know. Just have them like wandering through the forest for a while. <laughs> if I if I know anything from Beast Wars, it's that there's peaceful flute music, and there's a lot of wandering through jungle. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I mean, that's all it takes, depending on what you catch. But here's the difference. Beast Wars has dozens of episodes. You only got six, homie. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We can't we can't have you meandering around and then just like rushing and then rushing to uh, hit like all of these like store mandated story beats. And indeed, in the um, grand Silent Hill the digital Silent Hill that is the all spark fucking with all of them. Most of their vision quests are stupid, but one or two are pretty funny. <laughs> and on. a callback, uh, Star Screams. Uh, his crown. Um, Dinobots hanging out with uh, Star Scream and uh, Black Arachnia. And for some reason, the bullshit illusion isn't affecting him. I and was I wondering about that. that. And I'll talk about that later on. And Starscream is like, oh, my God, it's everything I've wanted. No, it's everything I've deserved. And he has the yes. crown and hey, hey, sports fans. It's the crown from uh, the Transformers, the movie. And when he when he puts it on his head too, he the even animated has the cape. movie. Yeah, he oh, even that. has the cape. <laughs> you should see me in a crown. And, and the uh, big, he puts like, it on the shoulder pads. Things. The, the pa- pauldrons. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, finally. And if any anyone remembers, he had this for a hot 10 seconds before Galvatron obliterated him. Yeah. 
I don't need anybody to fire me now. What do you mean? You just turn into a gun. Oh, shit. (laughs) In G1, um, Megatron needed somebody to fire him, but he was like a golden gun. If you're shot with Megzy gun, you're fucked. (laughs) Right? Uh, Galvatron turns into like a sci-fi giga cannon. Yeah, he turns into a... I, I always call it a space howitzer. Howitzer, there we go. And it only points in one direction. It doesn't look very mobile, but you're fucked. And he obliterates Starscream so hard, he sends him back in time millions of years. (laughs) Right? And uh, so I liked liked that little scene with the crown because it is like exactly the same crown. Yeah. And it's prophetic, meaning if he keeps going down the same path, same thing's going to happen. Homie's going to get killed. Uh, Black Arachnia sees like <sighs> Tigatron or a, a monster or like a, a beast of some sort, like in the fog that she's afraid of. I'm not really kind of looked cat like or bear like. I thought I it was don't like really a know wolf what that was. Something like a, like a wolf, yeah. And um, is that referencing Silver Bolt? It- Maybe. But this... Um, it was a wolf, yeah. This uh, version of Black Arachnia appears to be queer, though. I didn't... Get, could be. Maybe yes or no. Um, and queer doesn't mean that they don't necessarily like guys. But yeah, later on when they're looking down and they're spying on um, the Autobots, um, she's like, oh, the pink one's cute. That's Talking not outside of... Yeah. Uh, and Sorry, I, I, remember, RC, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember um, uh, in a later episode, her and Air Razor have a bit of a moment. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's that's fine. I She always struck me as someone who's willing to like flirt with everyone. So I don't think there's a lot of weight behind it, but it, I don't also don't care. <laughs> she <laughs> yeah, could be fair. ace or do, do, do you know what I mean? But um, uh, maybe that's a a reference to silver bolt in the maybe yeah in the, he, because in a different timeline silver bolt exists and they're lovers and blah yeah. blah blah so and indeed it it seems to touch on multiple timelines thus the crown right so the all spark is kind of showing people what is possible yeah and i like that i just wish the Me show too. had done more with that but instead, it's like Alpha Trion, like vision questing Optimus for like 25 damn fucking minutes. Like, I don't care. Oh, and Megs too. Megzy too. He's not even in this episode except for like the last three minutes. Uh, he, he's, he shows uh, up to one shot Dinobot. <laughs> he, he, he's in a couple of scenes. There are a couple of scenes of uh, Megatron like wandering around with uh, the the mate Autobot Matrix. Like I meant Megzi too. Yeah, the giant beast. <laughs> oh, uh, Galavar. Yes, Galavar. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm calling him Galavar to differentiate. The there two. we go, Galavar. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, all the scenes with Megatron. Um, meh. Soundwave is his homie. Like he's even like. Lord Megatron, you appear to be malfunctioning, and he's like, "Shut up, you! I, I'm almost finished. I just need to listen to my own voice a little more." 
<laughs> I just need to get to the end of this chapter of the audiobook. And indeed, it's quite riveting. Fifteen minutes wave. later, he's saying the same shit. By the way, in the golden disc, he's like, "We wandered for cycles, and it wasn't until I realized we had to turn back and go to the mountain." That's and what almost I... like on cue, Megatron stops in his tracks and turns. <laughs> that that's what I meant earlier. Like why, like. The fact that he's, like, following along with this is just, like, a giant waste of time. It's, like, skip to the end and figure out what the solution is. Or fast forward or stand, sit still and listen to... Yeah, yeah. He's listening to, like, a live... He's following the instructions in, like, real time alongside himself recording what he's doing in real time, including the mistakes. Yeah, which is dumb. It's so dumb. when he's like, oh, I wandered around for cycles before I realized I had to turn around, Megatron goes, oh, and he turns around. And I'm like, one, you suck at leaving instructions for yourself. <laughs> Two, you su- <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so that's dumb. And even Soundwave is like, homie, what are you, what are you doing? And it reminds me a little bit of like Lord of the Rings. He's like, how about you let me, the Allspark's doing some something weird. Sorry, the Matrix of Leadership is doing something funky to you. Yeah. Let me, like, share the load, Mr. Frodo. Then he's like, ah, no, it's mine. <laughs> and I'm like, there's literally not a single soul in the entire universe that I would trust more than Soundwave. But Soundwave is actually pretty snarky to him in this episode, which struck me as, uh, surprise, surprise, uncharacteristic. Um, I I don't think he is. Uh, I think he realizes that maybe there's something else because he's like, hey, hey, you're you're malfunctioning. Megatron, I hear something. I didn't hear anything. No, you wouldn't. It's because Soundwave isn't affected by the the mist either. Yeah. Dinobot and Soundwave aren't. Yeah, I wonder why. Maybe they're pure-hearted. Maybe. Yeah. Or I mean, the Matrix does end up helping Dinobot, so. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but to, so we're we're yada yadaing it, but there's some bullshit. Um, the 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 Optimus, uh, they they bro hug and they're like bro I'm sorry no bro I'm sorry bro bro and they look up at the Milky Way and they're like bro <laughs> I'm not wrong like that's basically the, the gist of their their bullshit um, so uh, after uh, Starscream like goes nuts from his like little vision quest uh, Dinobot oh I forgot is... he tries to fly away. <laughs> like four times yeah he yeah, keeps he... hurting himself and i'm like what are you doing yeah it's because of the, the all spark is creating some field that static makes it, fields bullshit. makes it so uh transformers can't fly uh star screen can't get into the air later on air razor ends up crashing for the same reason and this is when velociraptor starts actually saying so, shit i really like so dinobot to try and get starscream to snap out of his like vision quest of him being a king like straight up punches him and Starscream's Wake up, like homie. who disrupts my coronation <laughs> uh, i was almost finished um <laughs> uh, and uh he's like my crown where's my crown and you should have seen it it was 
It was glorious. <laughs> and Dinobot's like, crown? You see yourself as a king, dude? And Starscream's like, what? Why is that funny? You asshole! And they start brawling. <laughs> Fuck you, yeah. <laughs> and Dinobot says a couple of times to Black Arachnia, he's like, well, hell of a hell of an ally you have yourself here. Yeah. Um, and when they calm down, because there's a few scuffles before eventually they separate ways, he's like... The, the, no, they don't calm down. Um, they, they they keep brawling, and, like, uh, stars, they, Starscream, like, gets a grip on him, and Dinobot, like breaks free and punches him and falls off a cliff well there, there's that but beforehand there there's some uh, nice rapper there's nice reminiscing before they end up scuffling and in the first scene he's like hey i've studied the primes um, oh, you right, need to right. be heroic and courageous and and like wise to have them right and this kind of falls on deaf ears with the other two and that's when black arachne is like oh the pink one's cute Right. Right. Um, and I just like the dialogue there because he's trying to be like, he's coming to the thought that maybe Primal and Optimus, there's maybe they are the good guys. Right. And Black Arachnia, as always, just is loyal to no one and is keeping her options open. And then Starscream just completely over his head. And he's like, if they're here, then the Megatrons must be too. Well, yeah, yeah, because like even when um, Dinobot and uh, I almost said Pterosaur, Starscream are like scuffling, Black Arachne is just like looking back and forth at them because she's yeah. just going to side wh with whoever wins. And um, he says while he's being held again for like the second or third time, uh, real good ally you've chosen here. And she's like, well, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. So this is all three of them coming to the realization of what their values are. Right. Dinobot's coming to the realization that he can't trust either of them because Black Arachne is just going to side with whoever's stronger or what, whoever's more uh, convenient to follow at the time. Yeah. Like I said, so, whoever wins. Yeah, and Dinobot, like you said, like slashes at his eyes and falls off a cliff. Falls off a cliff. When he gets down to the bottom, um, uh, Air Razor is in the sky, and the All Spark—I almost said Energon. <laughs> the the All Spark field uh, <laughs> makes her like crash, and she cra happens to crash right where Dinobot is, and is basically like, "Oh, we got to stop running into each other like this." I like that, yeah. Um, and so Dinobot goes to beast mode, and this is where he starts like Velociraptoring, and he has some dialogue here that's a callback to his dialogue in the Beast Wars episode Code of Hero. It's amazing. Yeah, like uh, it's where, it's where really he, good. Where he talks about, uh, uh, you know, like having, like having uh, free will and like his choice and like the ironic thing is that that when presented with this situation, with the presented with um, uh, this decision, he had finds he has no choice at all. And that is directly so. So the writers. It's homaging uh, Code of Hero. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, which also kind of tips the episode's hat or the uh, kingdom's hat in that he's going to make a sacrifice of some sort. Um, when, I, when I watched this episode last night, I actually went back and rewatched Code of Hero, uh, written by a friend of the show, Ian Weir, whom we interviewed quite uh, a little over a year ago now. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's so much better than this. <laughs> and indeed, he doesn't have to share much of the spotlight. That's his time. So for me, it doesn't feel ceremonious, right? Because they give him like a like a like a short three minutes, right? Later on, instead of a whole episode, and I wish this was shared over this episode and the next one. Yeah, yeah. In the least, right? So uh... I still think it's okay. Like I, I still dig it. Like if you're coming out of it from not watching Beast Wars. Right. Don't know why you're listening to a show, a Beast Wars podcast, uh, having not watched Beast Wars, but it's still good. It's I still like the character. It's it's still written well. I just wish there was more Dinobot time. Right. Uh, More um, him interacting with them because Rat Trap gets to say, hey, what's Choppa Face doing here? I, 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 I've got a lot to say about that scene, so we'll. uh... When, well, yada, we yada. But he he philosoraptors, and indeed, it's the same kind of thing. I've been foolish enough to follow liars who only give me empty promises. It's weird seeing the raptor, realistic velociraptor, whip around, but instead of having a velociraptor voice and like lifting a claw to his face and gesturing, <laughs> it's just very like reptilian, like more animalistic, but a more a, a, a less cartoonic voice like Scott McNeil does great job, but it's very kids show cartoonic. Yeah. Yeah. Right. In this, just, just hearing a man talk like this, but the Raptors kind of like <laughs> is, but in not a very expressive way. That's what I was saying earlier. Like, how is it a, that a 26 year old cartoon CGI cartoon model is much more expressive in uh how it emotes than this show that just came out you know i'm this close to the light my eyes are all like red and (laughs) i need to back up yeah exactly how is it 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 does feel like it's less expressive doesn't it it does yeah and they they focus a lot on his eyes but and i i like it but it's just a a puppet going that that, exactly it look it looks like a puppet that's the best way to, to put it. It looks like a puppet, just mouth moving up and down. And uh, anybody that watched the live action, um, like Lion King, the problem was that the animals in that were too realistic. Yeah. You I've never go, seen it, but that's what I've heard. You need to go um, with how they did um, the Jungle Book in where they're realistic-ish in their CG, but still have cartoonic expressive... Quote, still have quote. cartoonic expressive uh faces uh and indeed their animal forms are impressive in kingdom but there's not a lot of expression behind it i mean right. hell like feels like 20 percent of our like uh like uh show art for beast machines and beast wars was like primal's like his different fucking monkey faces <laughs> right <laughs> like he just it was a joy like so so expressive right oh and indeed a a gorilla is you know a primate like us right but like even a rat a cheetah a fucking uh pterodactyl (laughs) somehow (laughs) right like they're they were expressive a A wasp wasp. 
<laughs> yeah, like you, a wasp. There you go. Doesn't even have like fucking eyebrows. Yeah, and and yet could still emote. So there, there's something lost there. I'll I'll agree. Totally. So uh, somehow Dinobot... pay no attention to the Muppet because <laughs> his mouth only goes. Yeah. when he's talking like a normal human so it's eerie and i wish this scene wasn't with him as a raptor yeah because the robot forms are expressive in, in which like he's talking to robot form air razor by the way oh fuck great voice actress and great dialogue for her i kind of wonder because he is kind of getting philosophical i wonder if they left him in raptor mode as a joke as a reference to philosopher let's go with that i'm going with that <laughs> if he had like lifted up a claw like the like the meme yep then i would have been like i knew it i wouldn't like, be surprised. the moon in the background I, I wouldn't be surprised if that maybe was in like some version of the some draft of the script and like someone oh, dude, came the, someone came back and was like this is too much. The people oh with like the moon backlighting head and like, and like actually a, doing the velociraptor pose like some some like studio person was like no this is too much. Like somebody presented the uh what's it called when they do that preliminary sketch the storyboard uh, storyboarding St storyboard and they're like okay okay yeah i see the philosopher no no get rid of those panels <laughs> yeah <laughs> because the people writing this and the age that we're at they grew up with philosopher there are they're our age now yeah <laughs> totally yeah uh, so let's so, go with that yeah so no Dino choice at all yada 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 dinobot uh encounter he happens upon uh, g1 megatron uh, and in beast mode, he he roars. He lets out a very loud, like Tyrannosaurus, like roar. Now, granted, we don't actually know what Velociraptors or T Rexes sounded like realistically, but um, he, like in Beast Wars, he would make like squeals and like like snarls and whatnot, not let out like guttural roars. I thought it was fine. <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> I'm complaining about it, damn it. <laughs> this is my time to shine. Um, the scene where he fights Soundwave's um, cassettes. Um, Beakwave. <laughs> um, who does he fight? Um, Ravage and... Uh, uh, Laserbeak. Laserbeak. Yeah. Um, um, it's cool. It's animated really cool. Kicks their butt as a raptor. Yeah, yeah, that's... a. Uh... Uh, pretty neat fight sequence. I like when he uh, encounters, like he he cleans house of the the tapes, and one of them like uh, goes back into transforms. And goes oh, back he into tosses, yeah, he tosses laser beak, like a like a dog, like shaking a rabbit, right? Um, and it just like turns back into a cassette and lands right in Soundwave's like holster, his tape deck, and then it closes. And he's just walking like a boss. And I was like, man, if it could have played X, go and give it to you right as the <laughs> tape, right? Because just perfectly lined up, it cassette, boom, tape deck closes and Soundwave is just coming. And it's like, I've been waiting for Soundwave to kick some fucking ass all game. All game. Okay. <laughs> it's game time, baby. All multiple multiple seasons of uh war for cybertron 
And here we go. And um, well, indeed, as he's storming towards them, he does the. He starts letting out sound waves. Uh, Have you ever heard uh, Busta Rhymes's version of uh, this Black Sabbath song, Iron Man? There we go. That would have been. This means war. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So like the tape goes into uh, Soundwave's tape deck and it shuts and then you just hear. Now we're now we're fucking nerds. This is as bad as we've ever been on the show as we're like making sounds and we're like imitating robots. Welcome to Too Much Energon. You're the one listening to this, you fucking nerd. but and we but yeah and we thank you for it and we thank you for it <laughs> call, call what you know what's funny one of our favorite things ever is to like kind of like do that like <laughs> that like laugh and then call people fucking nerds inevitably that person is less nerdy <laughs> than <laughs> than we are or it's something that we do oh yeah yeah totally yeah it i i think everyone devoted how all... many hundreds of hours to talking I think, about <laughs> i think everyone knows it's always in jest when we do oh yeah that. yeah uh and indeed it's like yeah we we got iron man playing we got Soundwave coming in they're gonna fight it out and part of me was sad that they were interrupted because every once in a while silent hill all spark silent hill forest shifts yeah but we get a better fight uh, I, I, I actually, I made it the, uh, the, the episode art or the show art for this episode. Uh, I like the pose where Dinobot pulls out his like drill sape saber, his drill rapier. Oh, jams it into the ground to like, hold on. Say what you want about the other jank fights that we've covered in, in kingdom. Oh, it's short, but. Oh, the dialogue and like the fight. And that's what I mean concentrated down it's only like what 60 seconds 90 yeah. the whole scene including like the dialogue and stuff fuck why can't the whole why can't whole of kingdom be this damn good uh, uh. <laughs> because yes. it's good he kicked and as we've seen in beast wars dinobot can kick galavar's ass yeah and as we see now Guess what, homie? You, our our um, honorable warrior, our samurai, and there's a samurai um, movie kind of reference uh, going on in this. Um, he he can beat. I'll show you the true might of a warrior of a of a gladiator. I think Megatron says. Right. Um, but yeah, them fighting. Oh, it's so good. And I'm not going to go more full nerdy. Oh, and then they're punched, and then they're swords, and the gladiators, and then they... It's, it's good. <laughs> the like, fight scene's good. The drill rapier. They shall talk each other. You are unfocused. You are an untrained warrior. Oh, yes. Love that Dinobot shit talks them when they're fighting. <laughs> Calivar shows up in T-Rex Calivar breaks apart the honorable battle. In, and indeed, Megatron, like... He's like, I'll show you the might of a gladiator. And he gets his sword stuck. How nice of Dinobot to wait for Megatron to unstuck his sword. Because it's like 10 seconds. He's behind him. He could just well, fuck but, his shit up. Indeed, that would be dishonorable. Dishonorable. 
And um, this is the samurai or the anime like moment. There's a part where they run at each other. Ah, and then the screen kind of goes black for a moment. And there's a single ching, like white diagonal streak across the screen. And it just shows them on opposite sides. Right. And then Dinobot like stands up. And then just like in a samurai movie where like five seconds later, like blood will like spray out as like the the loser of that like strike comes sparks start flying out of megatron and i was like yes yes <laughs> if it, it if any of the listeners have ever seen ninja scroll then you know what we're talking about there you go yeah. it is the old it's the samurai or ninja trope in anime as old as time right like two beings clash and then like time slows down and then like they both stand up and one of them has blood <laughs> that sprays out and indeed he he beats them fair There's and square even, that bit is even in uh final fantasy 7 like yes. sephiroth does that yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's very it's very japanese i was just gonna say anime and like samurai movie-ish it's it's samurai-ish yeah right and uh well wouldn't you know it there's too much Galavar, folks. You wondered where he was. He, you wondered where he was. Here he is. He comes out of nowhere. Somebody who is not honorable, and he's in T-Rex mode. And he just, ang, ang, ang. He chomps Dinobot up. Starts, like, whipping him around like a dog. And uh, rip, ripping his arm off. Yeah. And instead of finishing him off, he's like, Lord, you do it. Okay, you so, do a way better version of this stupid Megatron. So he ends up dropping Dinobot because uh, uh, Mega G One Megatron like falls to the ground from the damage that he was that Dinobot inflicted upon him, and immediately Galavar goes to robot mode and he's like, "No, Lord Megatron, you're hurt." But it is okay because I am here I am, for I, you. I am here, Megatron. I will, I will take care I of you. I will nurse you back to health. Please, please, em- embrace my bosom. Lean on me for support. <laughs> Remember me when you write your, your, what's the word? Uh, your, uh, uh, not, um, not your document. Will? Your will. <laughs> uh, your, uh, what's it called when somebody writes um, a diary? It's not quite a. Oh, memoir, uh, memoirs. Memoir, yeah, yeah. Think of me when you write your memoirs, and please, how I nursed th- you back to hell. Please, please, it would, it would make my day, Lord Megatron. It would make my entire life have meaning if, when you write your memoir and it's finally published, and I go to that great Cybertronian bookstore in Iacon and grab a copy, because unfortunately the. You know, the, the the publisher just didn't see fit to send me a free copy. <laughs> but if, if I, it would, it would be okay if I could just go there and open up the cover and see, written by hand, by your hand, Lord Megatron. In the Gal- opening. For Galavar. For Galavar. My for Galavar. <laughs> for Galavar. <laughs> my friend. And much more. <laughs> Fuck. In love and <laughs> in love and war. 
Fuck. In love, both in love and war for Gallimard. Get away from me. Is it obvious that Megatron does not like it? And indeed, there's kind of a a nod to the fourth wall here. Yeah. It's like the reason Scorponok isn't in this is because the Scorponok sucking up to Galavar in Beast Wars is Galavar sucking up to Megatron in Kingdom. Yeah. We don't need a, a totem pole of brown nosers. We don't need <laughs> Megatron will reward us. Uh, we, we don't we, need a, a hierarchy of, of brown nosing. Uh, yeah, we don't need this to be like corporate middle management. <laughs> <laughs> my sh my shift lead is Galivar, and the general manager is Megatron. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would I couldn't handle that. So maybe that's why he's Scorponok. I it would please me greatly though if Scorponok with a coach hat was <laughs> was in this i i'd love that if only fuck there's some really good parts and bad parts in in uh the idw comics yeah well uh we'll we'll, we'll be uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll be to talking about those again soon well yeah not soon in soonish gonna be a little <laughs> while yet but yeah so dinobot's there he's left to his own devices and wouldn't you know it Megatron's like, get away from me, you freak. Well, you should have killed me when you had the chance, Dino Butt. And he's getting ready to to finish uh, Dino Butt off. And he's like, well, sorry. I still have Pre my honor. Decept Decepticons and Predacons will flourish under my rule. And you chose the, you could have been there. You would have had so many bitches, Dino Butt. <laughs> I would have made you a, you a general, but no, you chose unwisely. And now you don't even have a job. Now you don't even have a job. <laughs> <laughs> but I still have my honor, bitch. And eye lasers. Eye lasers. <laughs> and I was like, yes. <laughs> Fucking yeah. eye lasers. Fucking Woo! Eye lasers. Let's go. Yeah. Suck my dick. You forgot about the eye lasers, didn't you? The only one who still has eye lasers on the show. And, you know, we, as, well, as think he's about like, it. who dying. has eye lasers? Uh, Waspinator? Show? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, help me out here. Inferno doesn't. No. No, I don't think any of the other ones do. Is it those two? Yeah. yeah. And I think Waspinator only used them a couple of times. It wasn't. Yeah, like... it's like a couple times. I thought it was everybody that had the visor, but Scorponok never did. Right. Yeah. Nope. Nope. It's this Dinobot. That's this Asa up his sleeve, baby. Uh, I, I, and in the confusion, and instead of um, Galavar being like, how dare you an opening fire? He's like, no, <laughs> my king. <laughs> My king, I'll kiss it better. <laughs> and in the confusion of the eye lasers, the um, the all spark ammo belt flies off, and yeah. Dinobot's like yoink, <laughs> just <laughs> conveniently grabs it, and uh, is apparently strong enough to just leg it away. Yeah, he go he goes from dying to just being like, haha, I've got the gotcha. matrix. 
Adrenaline, along. man. Adrenaline, it's one hell of a drug. <laughs> got, got to hit that first down line. Got to get that first down. First down. <laughs> move, move, move. <laughs> Carrying it like a football. <laughs> yeah, he like twists around. Pushes Soundwave out of the way. Lord Megatron. <laughs> Pushes Galavar out of the way. He's going. He's at the ten yard line. It's good. <laughs> Dinobot He's does going. a fucking dance He's going. and he slams. The... He's going for it and touchdown. Woo! Dinobot does a funky chicken dance and slams the Matrix of Leadership <laughs> in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Starts yeah, doing the can. Starts doing the can can. <laughs> and now. Galifar could have ran after him and stopped him, but oh my god, it's so gross now. Stop it, Galifar. <laughs> You're an embarrassment. He is my an partner was like, this guy's fucking embarrassing. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yes. And he's like, Lord Megatron, no. Oh, you've got an ouchie. Are you okay? Chase Dinobot, you freak. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> This, this, you loser this, this galavar is not the worst one the worst timeline this is the worst timeline this this the dark dimension this is not even close to being the same character that we know and love from beast wars the guy who like literally turned into space hitler when he got back to cybertron i don't know who this guy is this guy is becoming space hitler <laughs> Even Scorponok wasn't this bad. No. Fuck. Even um, when uh, Suck Up Starscream, whenever he screws up and he's like, Lord Megatron, I, I, yeah, I didn't, I just, ooh, uh. He was never this bad. Ugh. I get rid of him. Somebody put him out of his misery. <laughs> he's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so Dinobot gets away. He, he gets away and he ends up like sitting, um, sitting behind a, a tree and has some more velociraptor moments as he's bleeding out and i i kind of like his speech here he's i love like, this he, I he's love like it. he's like oh i'm not of pure spark and like whatnot but like i've tried to 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 live my life a, as best as i could and like be all i could be i tried to do what i thought was good yeah and so he actually like says to the matrix he's like i'm so i'm asking you please help me and excellent voice acting here he's I, great i i was i, he I was it. actually like this redeems a lot of the episode like you hear like the pain and like the like please right and i don't get i don't get that he wants it to help him survive i know he just wants he to wants, find the all spark he wants it to find the all spark and hell or even to get the matrix of leadership back in the right hands yeah because this whole thing was done because he's like this we cannot let <laughs> that fucking megalomaniac get the golden disc the matrix of leadership and the allspark we are fucked you notice how this show has kind of forgotten about the alpha trion protocols well they were zapped away were they yeah remember shockwave released that virus that shut down all of the power stations and indeed the virus deleted the alpha trion oh, protocols oh, okay i thought i thought bumblebee still had the alpha trion protocols in him no um they were actually completely even wiped he couldn't even oh. couldn't get them yeah 
All right. Which well. is weird because it, it feels like it should be something you can't hack. Yeah. Away. Like it's it's just gone now. That uh, yeah. that breadth of wisdom and guidance and knowledge and it's it's gone. Yeah, because like early on in Siege, they made it uh, out like it was just as important as the Matrix. Like an exaltation. Yeah. Like there's two things. The Alpha Trion protocols go to somebody who needs wisdom, um, somebody who's militarily minded, who wants to gauge peace versus when to act, and then the Matrix of Leadership. And those two people will guide Cybertron. Um, and it did make it seem important, and it's gone. <laughs> yeah, and it's Bumblebee. Gone. Bumblebee had it for like a day, maybe a day or two. And, and... when he finally got convinced, because he's like, "I don't want it. I don't. I don't want it." And then Optimus Prime is like, "It shows you," and he's all like, "Okay," and it's gone. <laughs> and then Shockwave is like, "Bumblebee tuna, Bumblebee tuna, Get Bumblebee fucked. tuna." Oh, this is going to wipe out all the power stations across the planet. This whole, everything bad that happened to Cybertron, in hindsight, that is all consecutively planned by Shockwave. Yeah. Fuck him. (laughs) I don't like Tarantulas and I don't like Shockwave. And they're very similar characters. They're good villains. I just also fuck them. (laughs) Particularly the War for Cybertron version of Shockwave is very reminiscent of Tarantulas. It's just creepy and like want the, the, the there's a lot of torture scenes with both of them yeah i could just kill you but why when i could drain your energon slowly <laughs> ew <laughs> creepy ass yes snack time maximals <laughs> i'll suck your energon out through every orifice Cheetor, bro, that's kind of gay. I'm into it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what's happening here, Uh, baby? (laughs) You want me in beast mode or robot mode? (laughs) Or we could change it up. Or yeah, (laughs) switch switch positions. Uh, So we're what the fuck were we? Oh right, Um, the Matrix of Leadership responds to Dinobot. Which is probably also why Dinobot did not see illusions. Because he entered the space pure of intent. Ah, that's, that's my a, that's theory. a really good point. Yeah. That's my theory. And I guess that would be why it didn't really affect uh Soundwave either, because Soundwave is just following Megatron around. He's following Megatron and his intent is th- there's a little tiny spark. Like you said, he gives him some sass. He believes in Megatron. He's following him, but he's questioning him a little bit. Like yeah. you had said, he's like, hey, let me. He implied that he wanted to hold on to the matrix of leadership. And he's like, no, my precious. And he's that whole like, oh, I don't hear anything, sound wave. No, you wouldn't. Right? But yeah, it didn't seem to affect those two. And it's because their intent was, was pure, especially yeah. Dinobot. I'm with you on that. Yeah, uh, and indeed, it lights up and casts a beam. A big, big old light in the sky. And Optimus, uh, uh, Battle David, had been uh, already <laughs> been trying to find the Matrix. And because he's like, and they're like, hey, like, how, like, how, how, like, 
the Autobots are like, how, like, how do you know where it is? And he's like, he's like, although we're not joined right now, I've been with the matrix uh, for the matrix has been with me for a very long time. I can sense it. we, We have a connection. Here's a curious part. He's following Alpha Trion. The so illusions not... don't affect Dinobot, but they are affecting Optimus. So uh, maybe maybe old Battle David here isn't uh, as altruistic as we think. Well, indeed, this asshole is the one that took the Allspark off Cybertron. Yeah. Pretty fishy. Pretty, yeah. Pretty, uh, uh, but indeed, drawn. Alpha Trion ends up glowing, and that light becomes the matrix of leadership the Dinobots holding. So maybe Alpha Trion was leading him to the matrix of leadership. Maybe. Maybe. I'm on Team Dinobot. I think Dinobot should have been the leader, but it was not this, his time. This version of Dinobot, anyway. That, like this iteration of Dinobot, I wouldn't say yeah. Beast Wars Dinobot. I wouldn't. No, he's clear. a good. He's a good soldier, soldier who fights for what's right. That's good overall, but not a leader. This one, like in the previous episodes, where he's like, "I think leadership shouldn't go to a faction. We are all just Cybertronians." This one, I would argue, could could be a better leader than Optimus and Megatron. Mm-hmm. I, I know controversial opinion come come at us, but <laughs> this Dinobot is way more level-headed and seems to want equality above victory. Right. He seems very selfless, egoless, which is um, presumably why the Matrix helps him. Yeah, uh, and indeed, it brings us to. Uh, Optimus getting the matrix of leadership. He kind of does the the beam up in the sky and he calls all the Autobots and um, Maximals to him. And it's back, baby. Back where it belongs. Back where it belongs. In me chest. <laughs> Maybe put a lock on that next time. <laughs> You know, just, just like, like a mastercraft lock, or <laughs> <laughs> just a bike, like a chain in the or front what was that it, keeps um, the doors. The club, remember in the nineties, oh, the club <laughs> for the yeah for, for you your what? car steering wheel. Put a club in, inside, <laughs> just just to prevent any doofus from when you're knocked out or passed out from just pulling it out. Yeah, the fucking club. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and uh, we get Dinobots' uh, Velociraptor death scene. Yep. So they, you they said you had some things to say. They all gather around, and uh, Rat Trap is like, "Yeah, what's Chopper Face doing here?" He's never called him that at any point in this show. Well, this is when the Beast Wars have been going on for years, and the Maximals longer than the Beast Wars show, and the Maximals had the upper hand, and both teams have lost people. Right. So presumably Scorponok, Waspinator, Pterosaur is lost. Uh, there's no second moon, so there's no Transmetals version, right? Uh, Tigertron's here, but no Silver Bolt, right? So presumably he called him Chompa Face like off screen. 
You're right, though. Sure. On the screen, he had never called him that in Kingdom. It's a nice homage yeah. to at least the people that watched Beast Wars. Right, but I would have preferred it be a little more consistent. They, they've barely had any time for Dinobot to interact with any of them. Like, this is the first time Dinobot's even talking to anyone on the good guys team, besides Air Razor. So, okay, so uh, the thing about this scene, and um, this scene is assuming you already know who all these characters are. Right. But, but what's a bit... The thing that's a little um, insipid about that, in my opinion, is it's assuming you know already know who all these characters are. So it's like, oh, okay, we're going to get Beast Wars fans watching this. They know who all these characters are. Chop a face. Yeah, they know the reference. Saving vermin like you. But you're yeah. giving us, like, wildly different interpretations of these characters that they had to know people wouldn't like. So I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I just, I, I find this really odd. It's like, it's like they're, they're assuming we know who, who all of these are, that Beast Wars fans are going to be watching this, but we're going to give Beast Wars fans versions of these characters. That we know that they'll hate. That we know they'll hate because they're so wildly different. And I would Especially argue the only one I hate is Galavar. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with everything. It's just, this it's not even remotely like Galavar from Beast Wars or Beast Machines. Right. Like this guy goes on to enslave all of Cybertron? I No. Um and it's and just so, that. Everyone else I'm actually fine with. And and so that Or like, I enjoy a lot. Black Arachnia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Black Arachnia is great. I like Dinobot, Air, Razor. Air Razor. Yeah, I no, really like what they did kind with of Air a, Razor. It's kind of a different take on the character, but and so that's that's just what I don't understand about this. It's and I, I've talked about this with other things, um, with other shows before, where I I have to wonder like who it's for, and to to not bandwagon to both agree with but present a different side of that. Let's say you've never seen Beast Wars, and you're fifteen, twenty, like whatever, like watching this, right? Right. There's so many characters. Why do you care about them? Yeah. Like, if you just met Dinobot, do you give a shit? Exactly. Um, and he's like, oh, Chop-A-Face, what happened to you? Chop-A-Face? What? What? If you don't have subtitles on, you, you might miss here. But if you have subtitle on, you're like, why is he calling him Chop-A-Face? He's not a helicopter. So it runs that gambit of trying to be for new people and failing and trying yeah. to be for fans and failing and failing <laughs> and i i do like the episode and i understand the the weight of the world that kingdom has to balance and stuff you could have done better you, you could have and for example siege and earthrise fucking great character development and i and i get it all of a sudden, the cast has doubled. Right. But, like, maybe instead of having the Maximals show up in the arc and fight for five minutes, or having, like, you know, Optimus looking out in the stars and being all like, I'm sorry, bro. 
no, no, don't worry about it, bro. Instead of like, I don't know, do other stuff. Like have a scene in the spectral forest where Rat Trap bumps into Dinobot and he's like, hey, chop a face. And then have Dinobot be like, I'm not here to tussle, Rat. Right? Like just a 30 second scene where you have a Scooby-Doo moment where everyone's getting uh, separated and they're bumping into each other, right? Here and there, right? Bumped into Air Razor, but then they separated. Why not have, why not bring Scotty McNeil's two characters back together and show that there's that a respect, even though they're on opposite sides and that they won't necessarily fight each other? Yeah, yeah. So, so him being little, like little things, right? Like, I the, prefer that than the scuffle between, um, um, the the scuffle between um starscream and like dinobot over and over and them right it's just a lot of filler when you yeah, could have so, worked on the more important scenes so so the like the the whole like hey choppa face what's choppa face doing here that whole i like line, it 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 implies that there is camaraderie between the two but the show has not established that at all and indeed as he's dying, he turns to Primal and he's like, there's been many years, many years of the Beast Wars, many cycles of the Beast Wars. I've thought about uh, being a, a turncoat and joining the Maximals. Would you have even taken me in? And Justin's like, I would have, but you would have been a terrible Maximal. I actually like. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, maybe. And that's their last line of dialogue. And I do like that, right? But like, why would, like, did he start calling him Choppa Face before, right? Like, he's not buddies with the Maximals yet. So, yeah. And it, it's believable that he's buddies with, maybe there's like, they know where he kind of stands and he's always been on the fence because indeed, back at the dark side, Air Razors is, Air Razor kind of has this thing going with them. Hey, I don't mean to tell you how to do your job, but uh, it's been like, like over like a whole. It's been an entire cycle afternoon before you've you've shocked me. Have something like that in there. Like when when Rat Trap was in uh, infiltrating, why not have him drop down and be like, "Hey, I thought a Choppa Face was supposed to be guarding you." So the the fact <clears throat> that. Um, I'm just nitpicking now. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the fact that we're having to like try and speculate to fill in all these blanks means that the exactly show, the show did the show failed. Like the the writers of did, Kingdom overall, the 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 sh- the the writers didn't <clears throat> succeed in what they this were. episode should make me teary eyed, and I and I like it, and I actually think they did everything with Dinobot right, but it's only eight minutes of screen time. Like I, like, need... like, like I said, the, the, this episode is assuming that you are already familiar with all of these characters. So it's kind of like... Uh, who's it for? Yeah. Who, who's it for? There, this, this scene has artificial, like, has, like, weight and drama, like, kind of artificially, like, tacked onto it. And not only... There you go. And not only that, um, there's so many people here gathered around. He's never even met them. Yeah. Like, why is Prowl here? Yeah. 
Why right? do all like, these? Why he's do all just these meeting care? Optimus Prime now. What? And he knows about him in Legend, and that's fine. But like, he doesn't know RC Prime. Yeah. Uh, Prowl. Right. I I'm half surprised that like Soundwave didn't just like walk up and like, <laughs> I always cry at funerals. <laughs> like I. <laughs> And then, so unceremoniously, and then all of a sudden, like, um, uh, I don't know, um, one of the many Scorpinox is there. <laughs> uh, who's a Decepticon? Uh, uh, I, I, Astro Train. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Astro Train <laughs> just shows up and like pull, takes a hat off and puts it over his chest, and it's like he was a great warrior. He, he. I hardly knew he. <laughs> He was a great warrior, and he he always he always fought for what he believed in. And I, what was his name again? He will truly be missed. And it's like you don't know who the fuck he is. Yeah, RC's like, who's this guy? Why is he dead? I don't know. Fucking rip. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> right. And indeed, like it's I kind don't know, of like I don't know. One of the bad guys died. Let's go. One of the bad guys died, but he was like, maybe he would have been good. I don't know. Anyways, yeehaw. Um, and indeed, very unceremoniously, uh, Optimus is like, anyway, Matrix of Leadership wants us to go this way. Yeah. And I don't know, kick some dirt on him. And Rhinox well, goes by and he's like, pour it out for you, chopper face. Uh, maybe half a beer. I was just going to say. <laughs> just no. Not yeah, gonna, so not, there's not my wait, rating. Not, not going to uh, waste an entire uh, bottle of Old English on, on you, but, you know, you can you can have a couple sips. But I'm pouring it on your crotch to make it look like you pissed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's hey. going to be my rating. Hey, uh, Rat Trap, you got a Sharpie on you? I want to draw a penis <laughs> on his face. <laughs> draw a fucking... T- <laughs> oh, man. And and indeed, very unceremoniously, they're like, well, big gulps, huh? See ya. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> and they, like, they all just, like, all at once, no words are said. They're like, cool. And then they go walk towards the pyramid in the middle of the Silent Hill Forest. Yeah, and Battle David is like, oh, hey, cool. Um, yeah, now that I got this, I know where the, the, uh, the Allspark is. So let's go, guys. Yeah. Uh, what was that guy's name again? Dinobot, but but we have Dinobots. You know what? Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> Something in the comics that they actually actually uh, ask. Dinobot says that he chose his name based on the the race of Dinobots that were like ferocious and oh and brave. Right in the in the comics, it was like yeah. number two or something like that. They touched on right. Yeah. But I just think it's funny. He's like, Optimus stands. He's like, he was a brave warrior. What was his name? Dinobot. <laughs> Dinotron. Dynamus. <laughs> Dynamus Prime. <laughs> well, I, he I lived as he thee, died. I knight thee, sure, Dynamus Prime. <laughs> I knight thee. <laughs> Sure, Dynamish Prime. <laughs> Alas, poor Dynamish, I hardly knew ye. <laughs> and indeed, we hardly knew ye, because the episode where I'm like, Air, fuck Air, yeah, but Air Razor starts uh, tearing up, and he's like, run along, run, run along now, man talk. 
<laughs> Who's Sean Connery in this? Who's sexist Sean Connery in this? <laughs> uh, we don't even know. He's just a character. Alpha Tryon. There we go. The, the ghost of Alpha Yeah, Yeah, there we go. <laughs> don't you forget about me. I'm the last one. <laughs> uh. Don't, 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 don't. Don't you forget about me. Now run along. <laughs> run on by. <laughs> Won't you call my name? Say my name, bitch. <laughs> Alpha trial. <laughs> Say it. Say it. Say it. Two Face. Uh, uh, Optimus Two Face. <laughs> well, yeah, this one can become Nemesis, which is also the name of the ship. Confusing, I know. Uh, again, if you're if you're like a kid, you're like Nemesis. The bad guy leader is named Megatron, and also the other bad guy leader is named Megatron. So, and here we go, folks. And I, I made a joke about my partner to this like earlier, and I'm like, okay, so you got like I don't know, and the red guy, Prowl, and like the other one is that Hot Rod? Nobody knows. Anyways, the two bad guy leaders are named Megatron, but like they're like, oh, do something about that name, except that you don't. And also, the ship bad name ship is named Nemesis, but also Optimus might become Nemesis. But right yeah. now he's Optimus Prime. Also, there's Optimus Primal, who's a gorilla. But that's a <laughs> but continue. But there, there's a, a a bad version of Optimus from a dark timeline, and the and these Beast Wars have interacted with that one, and and that's Nemesis, um, shattered, uh, shattered glass, shattered glass. Optimus's name is what's his name again? This Optimus Prime, but he's purple. But but oh oh, but he but he purple. So not only are they changing things for the fans, they're making references to comics and the and G one that mishmash things that not even old school fans necessarily need. Right. Like why do the Beast Wars, the Beast Formers, need to have interacted with Nemesis? I. It's all here. Just jam it in there, folks. Just put it in your mouth. Open your mouth. Eat the member berries, Christopher. Eat them. Just put it in your fucking face hole. I don't have one. I just have a face plate. I, <laughs> it's all like it, I don't need all the member berries. It's all very convoluted, but at the same time, very sloppy. And the thing is, like, I'm fine with all of those things existing. It, it's convoluted, but it's just it's convoluted in a messy way. It's not complex at all. No, like I don't need to know that Nemesis exists in the Beast, but but he doesn't exist in in the Beast timeline. I ah, the more I keep talking about it, the more I'm bitching about it. It's, this is, we don't this this. If is, you're a kid uh, watching this or a teenager watching this, and you're like, Optimus Prime becomes a ship, but I thought they made that out of Decepticon bodies and souls. You're yes, yeah. Yes, I, I definitely in uh, uh, episode one for uh, uh, episode on episode ninety five of Too Much Energon when we talked about uh, episode one of Kingdom, I definitely like complained about the uh, the the naming of Nemesis Prime, but also Nemesis the ship. I definitely did complain. Yeah, about that. you yeah. did, and I'm with you now. <laughs> I, well, you had to clarify that for me. You're like, no, no, Nemesis Prime is. Dark Mirror is like bad timeline 
Optimus Prime, but it's also the ship here. And I'm like, oh. And like, why so not this just... grown man who's familiar with Transformers can't keep up with the bullshit that's going on in the show. I, I don't get why they didn't just call him Scourge, because the original version of like evil black black evil like black and blue oh, right. evil Optimus Prime. He was originally called Scourge. So and why then, not? And then the eventually, toy, yeah. like over the years, they renamed Scourge and Nemesis Prime. It's like why not just keep keep his name Scourge? It's a, it's all the same character, yeah. So again, we get to the the whole point of it's like it wants to be for everybody, and instead it's for nobody. Yeah, that. Um, and I'm yeah. not saying there's not like great things because there's parts of this episode that I'm like, oh, great, but. Along with the character that made the best scenes in Kingdom so far, he gone. So it's like, uh-oh, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> because if they're getting rid of him in episode three, what do I have to, what do I have for the next couple episodes? You have to look forward to the Autobot arc transforming. And oh, don't think I forgot. <laughs> transforming for some reason and saving the day and then sort of go, turning back into a ship and then it's just never mentioned again hey man you want to buy this toy for $500 or not shut the fuck up give <laughs> us your money <laughs> uh, everything's well, a transformer <laughs> anyways and you get a transformer and he's a transformer and he's a transformer and you get and a transformer you have multiple transformers inside of you and that power line up there, it has two Transformers. His name's Powerline. <laughs> Get it? Get it? He transforms into Max from a Goofy movie. <laughs> oh. uh, anyway, that was uh, uh, that. That's the episode here on Too Much Energon. We rate episodes of whatever we're talking about at any given time. On the too much energon scale, it ranges from not enough energon to a sufficient amount of energon to too much energon. It's basically bad, okay, good. Cal, what are you rating uh, War for Cybertron Kingdom Chapter 3? Let me um, contemplate using crystal, using energon, which doesn't exist on this planet. Convenient. Conveniently right. doesn't exist on this planet. Um, maybe this is after the second moon's blown up. But they're not transmetals? They're not transmetals? With maybe, maybe, and Justin's and, alive? And still in gorilla form? As AP as ever. So there's such good things about this. Black Arachnia, Starscream, Dinobots scenes. Boom! Yes. Um... Don't really care for the uh, the Justin Primal and uh, and Optimus. Like, bro, bro, it's okay, bro. I forgive you, bro. You don't need to forgive me. I'm sorry, bro. We're both sorry, bro. Like, I, fuck, man. It felt like it cut back to that scene like three times, and I'm like, I don't care. Hug it out and go find the fucking Matrix of Leadership already. Yeah, just but fist bump and move on. The sound wave scenes. The fight scene, like with the samurai showdown and him like kicking ass, and 
Like everything with Dinobot is good. Nothing without Dinobot is good. Uh, yeah. Uh, like all the scenes, now that I'm analyzing it, all the scenes with Dinobot were good because there's, he's questioning things. He's challenging power. He wants to do what's right. And he's going through a journey. Why are you making him go through a journey for 15 minutes? Could this not have been episode one, two, three, and four? Yep. And like stretched out. And instead, by the time I'm like, I, I fucking like Dinobot and he's dead. And so I can nitpick and I can even leave the nitpicks behind because <laughs> I did a lot of that this episode. I can't leave all of it out. The nitpicks pile up, my friend. They're in a they forest. Do. There's lots of ticks. <laughs> There's lots of nit. That would be a tick transformer. Nitpick. <laughs> and um, the pendulum's leaning on. Fuck, I want to. It's a high, not enough energon for me. I. It has my favorite moments of kind of all of war for cybertron like i really like this dinobot like yeah, in some too. ways he's bet he has more potential than chop a face from beast wars i i, I actually agree and i know con controversial we're gonna get raked over the coals for that but like but it's only 10 minutes <laughs> like like i'd actually like to see an alternate timeline where maybe like optimus prime dies and dinobot leads the Autobots and Maximals. Right. But instead he dies and he gets Rhinox drawing a dick on his face out of 10. <laughs> Not enough Energon. It's a high, it almost made a sufficient amount of Energon, but I can't, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I also... love vision quests and Silent Hill <laughs> forests. It, it it's also a not enough energon from me. It the this episode meander is like I I was actually bored watching it about halfway. This is through. halfway through the series. You can't meander. Uh, it, this episode meanders a lot, especially in the middle. Uh, all the stuff with Dinobot is good, but they're kind of racing to the finish without giving enough time to actually develop the character enough for us to care. And like I said. They're assuming that we already have like a baked in relationship with all of these characters. So it's like, oh, we're getting all these references and oh, we care because he's dying. But the show is also making it quite clear that these are not the same versions of the characters we know and love. So we don't care about them. And and I want to, but that I, I want to as well. Uh, so who's I... going to care about him? Like like we had both said, like, who is this? Who's it for? It's not for new people because they're like, do I care that this dinosaur is dying? <laughs> and it's not for old fans because they're like, already? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But at it, least <laughs> we got a samurai fight. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, not enough energon. The, upon rewatching through this series, like uh, for individual review, um, the uh the cracks are showing the 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 shoddy the shoddy drywalling job is showing like the seams are there like you can and i could tell you didn't put a a, a coat of white 
that you just went over after you painted and touched it up with drywall. Yeah. Drywall's white-ish, but it's <laughs> it's not eggshell white. Uh, yeah, no, it's like a it's like a grayish white. Yeah. Um yeah. I can tell. I'm on to you. So uh yeah, this um it's not great. And I wanna like it. I really, really want to like it more than I do, but it's just it's just not great. And I know, and I also know it doesn't get any better than this. I, I didn't want to say anything, but then I started caving. I was like, and it also <laughs> doesn't get much better. Uh, uh, well, yeah. Unfortunate. Well, that was episode 97 of Too Much Energon. Best way to support the show, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B, where at the single $5 Gary tier, you get pre bonus preamble audio, you get commentary tracks, you get our news and current events program, Lasercomb Tonight, and you also get a get to pick a show for us to review a random episode of on our other podcast, the Lasercomb Podcast. If you want to get in on that, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb. Follow me on Twitter at Lasercomb, L-E-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B, or you can follow the show on Twitter at Too Much Energon. Cal, you are at, and I am at NeoCal, N-E-O underscore K-A-L on Twitter. We'll be, back. we'll be back next week with episode ninety-eight of Too Much Energon, where we will be talking about War for Cybertron Kingdom Chapter Four. And until then, I have been the Siege, one of your hosts, and I'm NeoCal. And until next time. Maximize Autobots Maximize Does does that mean roll out? <laughs> bye bye. Dream. The devil is
is karma. Can't penetrate the steel of my armor. Time passed by, the pressure got you living with drama. Paranoid of my retaliation, living in fear. Disloyalty will have me kill my brother, shedding a tear. Such a shame how you can easily get trapped in a zone and have to go to war with fake niggas standing alone. Until I get with all my loyal niggas going to length. Don't matter how hard you try, you never weaken my strength. Now I'm with all of my loyal niggas breaking the bread. And if you diss the code of honor, we taking your head. This means war.